BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Hops low, hands off to Yo. Yo back and score. Another and one opportunity. Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live tonight. The BYU Cougars welcome Oral Roberts. No, not just a guy, the whole team to the Marriott Center tonight. Cougars in the midst of a three-game week and are coming off a nice 82-57 victory over Northwestern State on Tuesday night. Yoli Childs picked up another double-double, scoring 18 points and grabbing 15 boards. Dalton Nixon tied a career high with 15 points as he got the start. And freshman Connor Harding continues to impress. He scored a career-high 11 in the victory. Now, BYU shot nearly 50% from the field, but struggled again from three, hitting 7 of 22. That's 32%. BYU now for the season is 25% from three. There is certainly plenty of time for that number to improve, and I would certainly expect it to based on the shooters on this roster. Certainly, though, something that everybody is paying attention to. Now, the win moves BYU to 2-1 and one through three games. Tonight's opponent, Oral Roberts, is 1-3 and three coming into Provo. The Golden Eagles have lost to Missouri State. They've lost to a ranked TCU team as well as California Baptist. Kind of a heartbreaker in that one. Their lone win came against Southwestern, which is a team from the state of Kansas. Now, Oral Roberts' big man, Emmanuel Inzuquezi, leads the team in scoring. He's a really good player. He also leads him in rebounding with 17 points and nine rebounds a game. He's definitely somebody to pay attention to tonight for BYU's defense. Now, tonight's player interview is with redshirt freshman Colby Lee. Lee at 6'9", certainly brings some much-needed size to the BYU basketball program, sitting out last year with the red shirt and then dealing with some injuries. It's been a long time coming for Colby to hit the floor. It's pretty amazing. Um, definitely been a roller coaster. Um, had my ups and downs for sure, battled injuries. and Now that I'm finally healthy, being able to step on the floor is it's awesome. You know, it's what you dream of as a little kid playing college ball. When you battle every day and practice against the same guys, it's, it's nice to be able to play somebody else and um, have success and have a chip on your shoulder against somebody else instead of you know your brothers next to you. So it's been awesome. What was harder, having to sit out? Was it dealing with the injuries? What's been the, the hardest thing to overcome? Um, I think definitely injuries. Tough mentally because you, you don't know where you stand because I haven't played yet. So... You know, I'm definitely battling to try and, you know, get minutes or, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, since I haven't played here before, you got to keep working. But if you're injured, you can't do that. So uh, I think that was, you know, that's been the toughest thing physically and mentally. And then just trying to find your role, too. You know, we all come from teams that, you know, we dominated on or the star player. And now, you know, right now I'm coming off the bench and you got to help the team in any way that you can. So. Coming into this year, it was maybe a little iffy on whether or not you were even going to be able to, to start things out. You were held out a little early. Even though it's coming off the bench and you're still trying to go through what the role is, just being out on the floor, I've got to imagine, is just a huge lift. Oh, yeah. The energy, you know, of my teammates, the, the trust my coaches put in me, you know, my family showed me great support, and then it's a great atmosphere. You know, we hold a lot of fans. We, you know, we usually get this place rocking, so... You know, being out there the first time, I can't lie, I was, I was pretty nervous. But actually, Dalton, I was talking to him before the game, my first game in Westminster, and he's like, don't be nervous. You played in several games, like, play ball your whole life. Like, just go out there and do your thing. 
Let's go back to when you decided to come to BYU. What went into that decision? Why was BYU the right place for you? You know, throughout the recruiting process, they definitely they were my dream school, but at the same time, I wanted to be recruited by you know, other schools and be loved by them. And they definitely showed that love for me with multiple coaches. And, you know, some schools would call an offer and you haven't really talked to them before. And you're just like, okay, like, that's cool, but I don't know you, you know. And you'll, or, you know, some coaches you'll build a great relationship with only one or two coaches. Here I felt like I built a great relationship with, you know, the whole coaching staff. You talked about trying to find your role and where you fit in. Certainly one of the areas you bring immediately is, is size. What else do you feel you bring to this group? What do you add to the group? I provide a good energy off the bench. Um, I also think I'm a scorer. I've always been a scorer. I don't know, in my mind, in the role that I have right now, is just kind of doing whatever I can to try and, you know, help the team, which is if that's rebounding, if that's blocking shots, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, I'll do it. Kind of the guy that will do anything necessary. <laughs> You've already taken a three already. Maybe we're going to start seeing you uh, spotting up in the corner or something? <laughs> That's the plan. You know, I've been, a lot of, a lot of people don't know that because I'm, I'm a big dude. So they look at me and they're like, oh, he can't shoot. But I work on it every day. So I definitely can shoot. It's just having confidence and knocking it down. You're on the right team certainly for it because, I mean, the way this offense is set up, I mean, if the shot's there, coaches want you guys to take these shots. Oh, yeah, we all have the green light. We all have the green light, except for maybe, you know, besides Luke. But, <laughs> I mean, everyone else, we, we have full confidence in taking shots. And, you know, if we're open, he says stick it. So, What are you studying? What do you do for fun when you're away from basketball? Let's get to know you a little bit. Away from basketball, it's usually homework or just watching Netflix or movies and just hanging out with friends. Any particular show you're binge-watching right now? <laughs> I actually just finished Friends for the second time. It's a really good one. I am amazed at how many people say they go back and rewatch it. Now, I watched it when it was live. Like, I'm amazed at how many people still watch Friends. You know, I, I love it. It's, it's a great show. It's, um, it's funny. they got good characters. and It's funny to see them now when they're on different TV shows. And, you know, I always go back. Like, I knew them from Friends. So homework, watching shows on Netflix, whatnot. What are you studying? What's school like? Um, school's good. I usually get pretty good grades. Um, I think my GPA is around like a 3-4. I finally just decided I'm going to go into uh, health science or exercise and wellness. So taking those prerequisites for those classes and those majors. So something in the medical field for sure. All right, back to this week. You're in the midst of three straight games this week, six home games in a row. How do you view this opportunity for this team to to really maybe get on a roll? I think it's a great opportunity for for our team because we don't really lose here. Definitely it's a chance to defend our home. And if you can get those wins and get some confidence, get rolling a little bit. Um, we obviously, we know we can play with anybody. You know, we showed that with Nevada. We just had the last five minutes was a little bit tough, but I think we can play with anyone. And playing at home, you definitely, you don't got to go on the road a lot. And you, you kind of, you feel like you got that normal kind of work schedule. You feel at peace. You feel ready to go. No matter who we play, we've got to come with a chip on our shoulder. You know, three games in one week is definitely it's a baller's dream. Like, you, you don't got to practice as much, you get to play games. Definitely got to take the most of this opportunity and just take it one game at a time. Cole, we appreciate the time. Good luck against Oral Roberts. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that was redshirt freshman big man Colby Lee. Really enjoyed talking with uh, with Colby. When he came last year and they thought there were maybe some opportunities for him to get in and it just never worked out and he was dealing with some some injuries. And now that he's healthy, as we talked about in that interview, just trying to find his role and 
certainly as, as I asked him about the size, I mean, he certainly brings that, and, and BYU needs that type of size um, after losing some players from last year's roster. Uh, but this is a guy that's very talented, and uh, I'm excited to see what his role will be as this season continues for BYU. All right, this season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we are going to head next door to the Marriott Center for a courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Cougars back at the Marriott Center tonight. Game two of three this week. Tonight, Oral Roberts at the Marriott Center. That's where we will head now. It is the courtside conversation. We do it each and every game with the one and only Mark Durant. Good evening, Mark. How are you? Hey, hey. Doing great, Jason. Always a pleasure. Uh... My player interview tonight was with Colby Lee. Everybody got a chance to hear that in the last segment. I'm curious what your thoughts are about the possibilities with Colby, who certainly brings size. What are your overall thoughts on his game and, and the role he may play this year? Well, I like Colby's game. Uh, he's got good, solid post moves. Uh, he plays hard, and he's a big body. He's a little uh, slow of foot, which hurts him. Uh, but you know, it's all about matchups, really. I mean, a lot of games he may not see much time, but there will be some critical games where he'll see a lot of time. And uh, when BYU needs to have a bigger body, uh, I think he's a great option. And uh, I really like his touch around the basket, and I think he can be a threat from the three-point line. I think it's something he's got over Luke Worthington that he actually could you know, step back and spread the floor. I, that's, that's what hurt Luke because he, he's, he's an in-the-paint guy, and it really clogs things up for not only Yoli but the guards penetrating. But Colby's a guy that can go out and, and be a threat to shoot from three. So I, I, there's, a, there's a lot I like about it, but mostly – I just like having a guy with that kind of size and, and strength down low because there's teams that, that are just going to be big, big guys that you need to throw big guys at, at least for a time. And uh, I actually really like what I've seen from Colby Lee, Lee so far. I, I, I like his uh, his offensive skills. And, uh, and and then when you throw in a big body, I mean, that's it's a nice to have that uh, in your in your rotation of big guys down low. And I told you this during the Cougar tip-off. I still maintain that he looks exactly like Russ Larson. He is he is a thicker Russ Larson to me. Like, in the face, they look the exact same. Well, I don't know Russell very well, but <laughs> I, I, I'm not seeing it as much as you. I mean, Russell, I, I, it's because Russell's always been so skinny, I guess, and Colby's kind of a bigger, huskier guy, but... but uh, Anytime you're compared to Russell Larson, that's a good comparison. Yes. He was, he was a tremendous player, and he's a handsome guy, too, so that's a good comparison. So, now, this is question is a little off-topic in terms of game prep tonight. It's the early signing period in college basketball right now. 
Uh, the Cougars announced yesterday the signing of Nate Hansen from Tempe U High School. And by the way, any other signings that happen will be announced when their letters of intent are officially in. Do you have a cool signing day story when you signed with BYU? What was that day like for you? It was a different time, man, and I wasn't all that well known. I, you know, I obviously known in the state, but I mean, we didn't have the press conferences and the hats and all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, he just, I'm sitting in my little front my front kitchen area, and uh, I got a picture of me and my mom and dad with Roger Reed, and we're just signing papers at my kitchen table. And uh, that's that was as exciting as it got for me back then. But I tell you what, I didn't need all that, that crap. <laughs> I was so <laughs> excited to sign a, a letter of intent for Brigham Young University. That was a dream come true, and, and uh, I'll never forget that day. But, yeah, no – no hats and there was no other hat there was only a byu hat that was the school i was going that, that to there was, was no it. question about it so no fake out no like going to a utah hat and then picking it up and then throwing it in the trash and throwing the byu hat on no but i have a funny story because that was rick majerus's <laughs> first year and he was just trying to get the lay of the land and i had already committed to byu and and i get called out of class one day at provo high and i go in and there's rick majerus and we had about a 20-minute conversation. Tell, he's telling me, you know, why I should go to Utah. And he was, he's a funny guy, an impressive guy. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, he sounds pretty good. And I'm like, you know, I'll think about it, Coach. But, you know, I've already committed to BYU. And his kind of face went pale. And he, he, he had no idea. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, no, no, go to BYU. You're good. Thanks for your time. I'm out, <laughs> I'm out of here. So that was kind of funny. It's, uh, it just wasn't wasn't the same as it is now. Yeah. All the, it's such a big deal now, all the signings and all the publicity. Different times, certainly. All right, let's talk about uh, this BYU basketball team tonight. And I guess until it begins to improve, we'll keep paying attention to the team's three-point percentage. After three games, it's at 25%. Time to be concerned or plenty of time to fix it? Well, I was concerned last year, and I've been concerned for a long time, so I uh, my, my time time for concern is is stretched out over a long period <laughs> what i was hoping jason is that it was going to be a real focus this summer and, and it was and they shot a bazillion three uh, three pointers tracked it all summer it's a real point of emphasis but we've yet to see any results from that who knows if we will who knows uh, uh if that's going to pay off for byu I hope it is. Uh, I'm encouraged that TJ is shooting better. Zach Selius is shooting better. Those two guys have been all right. Uh, everyone else has been pretty awful. Yoli's been horrific. Uh, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I just hope that they're better than I better than they're showing. And and you know we always talk about well. I think we're a good three-point shooting team, but until you make three-pointers, you're not a good three-point shooting team. So right now they're bad. I hope they can get pretty good. My fondest dream is that they're great, but uh, so far it hasn't been good. Now, with, I'll, I'll caveat that a little bit with the, that they started at Nevada, very long, athletic, quick team. So you're not going to get a lot of good looks. They're one of the best three-point defensive teams in the country. So that's not a, really a place to build your confidence. Uh, UVU first half was was pretty bad, but then they, they started feeling it the second half and a little bit the same the other night against Northwestern Northwestern State. So my hope is they're finally kind of getting loose and, and getting more confident and uh, that it will be kind of contagious. But until, like I said, until they start making 
threes. I'm not going to say they're a good three-point shooting team. Mark Durant joining me from the Marriott Center site of tonight's BYU versus Oral Roberts basketball game. It is our courtside conversation. Let's talk defense, Mark. And from a defensive standpoint, I've actually been pretty pleased overall with how the team is playing. There's certainly room for improvement. There always is. But how do you think the Cougars have played defensively? Terrific. Uh, I, I'm really impressed. They've got uh, Yoli and Gavin down low that are real shot blockers. They had, I think, eight the other night against Northwestern State. And that, that always helps to know that if you get beat, you've got rim protectors back there. And even if they don't block it, it's going to make a difficult shot. Uh, I, I like uh, the on-ball defense of uh, Jasheer Hardnett. I've been really pleased with Connor Harding's on-ball defense. Uh, uh, Nixon plays very, very hard. Uh, I think uh, Zach Selyus is an underrated defender. So I think they're, they've been terrific. It's almost a little bit like the football team in that the defense has been there. I mean, it's not a defensive problem in any of these games. It's just been getting the ball uh, over the over the goal line, and, and the goal line for ba- a basketball team is the three-point line. And uh, so I think if they can start hitting that shot a little more consistently, combine it with the good defense that they've been playing, Boy, they're, they're going to be really good and uh, and tough to beat. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a defensive guy, but I've been very pleased with the defensive effort so far. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys tonight for BYU against Oral Roberts? Well, Oral Roberts has got a, a really nice big guy, and uh, he's kind of a double-double guy. So that'll be a nice matchup with he and uh, Yoli Childs. But, uh I mean, they're, they're not a good three-point shooting team, but I think they're shooting a little better than BYU, but that's not saying much. But they're going to have to come in, really like any team at this level, to, to beat BYU at home. They're going to have to shoot well from the three-point line. So, again, I extend the defense, deny shooters, uh, contest shots. Maybe you give up a little on the dribble penetration, but like I said, you've got shot blockers back there. So I think it's just a matter of uh, containing the three-point shooters and uh, continuing to play good defense for BYU. Mark, thank you as always. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll wait to hear you with Greg, and we'll enjoy the broadcast tonight. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Jason. See you. See ya. There we go. Mark Durant, our courtside conversation. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball, plus the NBA. And, hey, we've even got BYU women's volleyball, the number one team in the country playing tonight. And it's Thursday night. That means Thursday night NFL. We've got lots on the table. We'll go over some of those scores next. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Getting ready for BYU and Oral Roberts. The game tipping off in about 35 minutes from the Marriott Center. We'll get you over to the Marriott Center and Greg Rubel coming up in just a few minutes. But let's update you on actually a busy night. Now, not everything has begun. We'll actually start with some uh, college volleyball, BYU women's volleyball, the number one team in the country. They are on the road. They've got three more games left in the regular season, all three on the road tonight. They are in Moraga taking on St. Mary's. Uh, That game will get underway at 8 o'clock Mountain Time, so we'll update you on that once that match gets underway. They also will play Saturday at Pacific and then the regular season finale on the road at LMU next Tuesday. But BYU right now undefeated uh, in, uh, in conference play. This is the number one team in the country. This is a team that's looking to win the outright conference championship and then do some damage in the NCAA tournament. But again, three games tonight. It starts with St. Mary's. All right. 
Top 25 college basketball games going on right now. Number 15, Syracuse on the road at UConn. Huskies with a five-point lead with about 16 minutes to go in the second half. It is 44-39, UConn leading Syracuse. A couple of finals already. Number 16, Virginia Tech defeated Ball State 73-64. And number 23, Purdue defeated Appalachian State 92-70. Later on tonight, Number 21, TCU, defeating, or excuse me, taking on Fresno State. TCU defeated Oral Roberts a couple of nights ago. Uh, number 13, Oregon, on the road at Iowa. Actually, that game is being played at Madison Square Garden. That is not at Iowa. That's in New York City. Uh, that's part of the uh, the 2K Classic. Uh, number 13, Oregon at Iowa. And then number 3, Gonzaga, at home at the Kennel, taking on Texas a and M. All right, there is some other local teams in action. The University of Utah, they are hosting Mississippi Valley State. You will remember just two nights ago, Mississippi Valley State was up in Logan taking on Utah State. The Aggies would win that one, and so far Utah has the advantage in this one. Ten and a half minutes to go in the first half. It is 22-14, Utah leading Mississippi Valley State. Uh, coming up in about five minutes, Weber State will be on the road in the Bahamas. Tough gig for my good friend Steve Klauke calling the action for Weber State, hanging out in the Bahamas. Uh, Weber State taking on San Jose State. And again, that game gets underway in about five minutes, so we'll have updates on that throughout the evening. Also, as we mentioned, Thursday night, Thursday night NFL Got a pretty good one. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers. This is going to be interesting because, as we know, Mark Duran is not very shy about letting people know that he is a Green Bay Packers fan. So I'm going to assume, very nonchalant, he will have the Packers score or maybe the game uh, maybe on his phone to the side. Uh, but the Packers in Seattle taking on the Seahawks. It has uh, only been about fifth or about a minute and a half, and the Green Bay Packers already on the board. 7-0 Green Bay over Seattle. We'll obviously be following the play of Jamal Williams uh, throughout the evening as well, let you know how the former Cougar is doing. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to get you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome once again courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah, as a busy week for the Cougs continues. Second game in three days, part of a three games in five days stretch for BYU this evening. The Cougars welcoming in the Golden Eagles from Oral Roberts University. I'm Greg Grubel, one half of your commentary tandem tonight, uh, joined by beloved BYU Ironman and long-ago Cougar Cager. Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, in this era of uh, schedule-focused resume building, this is not a real great window for BYU necessarily. Uh, four straight games against Northwestern State, Oral Roberts, Alabama, A&M, and Rice. The four lowest-rated teams BYU is scheduled to face this year come back to back to back to back. So you really can't lose any of the four. 
to help to stay afloat in the uh, NCAA tournament conversation mix. And even a win doesn't give you that real big shot in the arm, but of course you need to win. And more importantly for Dave Rose and his guys, you need to get better in the process game by game. Yeah, as you know, they have the, the funky uh, quadrant uh, stuff, XY, XY axis, uh, tangent, uh, you know, all trigonometry stuff. And this is the first year. It is officially called the funky quadrant system. <laughs> so, yes, that's right. The, the, the FQS. So these are whatever quadrant is the worst quadrant in the law. It's like way in the corner. Uh, but so that's not ideal. But, I mean, there's only so much you could do. But what it does do is after that initial really tough game, it gives you a chance to compete against decent competition that you're probably going to win the game, but you're going to kind of get your get your chemistry, get your roster figured out, let some of these young guys play, and get confident. So when you move into those uh, super hard quadrant X plus one A, the then, SHQ, yes, then, then you're going to be a bit better off. And there's going to be some tough stretches for BYU. So as much as this doesn't really help you, it, it can help you in a lot of ways to get ready for some of those other stretches. We are in the Marriott Center. It's BYU and Oral Roberts. And coming up next is my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. All right, it's a BYU and Oral Roberts tonight. Uh, the Cougs 2-1 on the year, winners of back-to-back -back games. The Golden Eagles have dropped back-to-back -back games and have yet to defeat a Division I opponent this season. They're coming off a buzzer-beating loss to Cal Baptist the other evening on their home hardwoods. It was a three with Oral Roberts up two. In my pregame interview with uh, Dave Rose, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. The Cougars head coach talks about the progress his team is making through three games. Well, I, th I think that, uh, you know, we continue to improve. Uh, it it, it kind of, we've played way, way better in the second half uh, in all three games. And, you know, I think that, uh, um, you know, you can't really maybe put your finger on why, um, that is, but I, I do think that uh, you know that we get a little bit more comfortable the, the more we play. Um, we're, we're still trying to play a lot of guys and trying to find lineups that that mesh pretty well, and things kind of tighten up in the second half as far as the lineup, and so maybe that's one thing. But um, this game here tonight will be um, um, you know a really good test for us. So we got a really big, strong, athletic, experienced guy inside that can really score and. A uh, couple transfers around him, big long, um, you know, 21. Uh, he, he he's if you keep, if he gets the ball around the basket, he's just really hard to stop. And and then their guards are are pretty skilled, good shooters. So um, they they press, they do things, uh, you know, that we don't see a lot. But um, and, and they've stayed in that press mostly all game long, and in, in some of these games. So we'll see how it uh, affects us and how we can attack it, what kind of decisions we can make. I think a real key here is we've got to be able to rebound with them and, and get shots, not turn the ball over. They're coming in off just a heartbreaker two nights ago. Yeah, that's uh, those are those are tough ones. You know, when you, you, you hit the big shot and everybody is so excited for about two seconds. You, you know, got it. And then, yeah. uh, then it comes right back at you. It's a dagger. So, um, you know, we'll see how, see how they respond. Um you know, as far as emotionally is concerned, our guys are coming off of a, 
a good win, good solid win where we played much better in the second half, and hopefully we can carry that on to the, the start of this game. One of the players they're really leaning on was maybe playing a bit out of position last year, more of a, a wing, but they've got him playing more of a stretch four now, and that's Emmanuel Nezikwesi. He's averaging 17-9 and nine right now. Yeah, and, and getting close to uh, 1,000 points um, in his career there. And so, you know, I think he's a guy that feels really comfortable in this team concept and how it's been built around him. He's got um, a lot of guys that – I think there's three returning starters on this team, actually. And uh, and then the rest of the guys are kind of newcomers that they, they put around him. But he's become the focal point, no question. Uh, they use him a lot. He'll go in there to him, Dalton uh, – and Yoli and Luke and Gab will all have uh, our hands full as far as how we're going to defend him. It's a one-game deal with them? Um, yes. Uh, they're, they're coming in. And we, we try to, to put this game in a lot of different places <laughs> on our schedule. And uh, this kind of worked for, for both of us right in the middle of uh, the, 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 the classic that we have, have going. How's Dalton Nixon playing for you in the role you've, uh, you've put him in? seems like he's uh, really given you a lot of what you need. Well, Dalt is really an energetic player. He's a guy that makes second and third efforts. He's got good skill. He's a good passer. Um, but, you know, physically he just he has to play with a real edge to him uh, because he's usually undersized a little bit with the, the, the position we've asked him to play. I, I think that he, he mixes really well with those four guys as far as spacing on the floor and his ability to make plays and, and – uh, and deliver the ball on time, on target. I, I, and, I, you know, hopefully he can get some real confidence as far as shooting the ball is concerned from the perimeter because it will really help help us and make us a lot harder to guard if we can put, uh, you know, Dalt out on the perimeter. Yeah, it seems like perimeter shooting is coming along. I, I think we're seeing signs, aren't we? Well, you know, I, like I told you the other day, I, I just don't think you can rely, you know, on one guy. Uh, you just have to have multiple guys make multiple threes, and that – can turn into a really consistent formula, and you know Zach's made you know two, uh, two threes in you know all three games, mm-hmm. and um, and so you, you know and TJ's played really well, shoots shot the ball really well the last three three halves. So um, you know we'll, we'll see how we continue to progress, but it's something that needs to become a real staple for us, and hopefully we'll shoot a good percentage. You mentioned Inezekwesi and his thousand points. Uh, you've already got a thousand point scorer in Nick, and uh, Yoli's sixteen points away from a thousand. Yeah, Yoli and TJ are knocking on the door. And TJ's 80. That's, yeah. uh, um, that's, and it's quite an accomplishment. I, I remember when I was a player uh, at the University of Houston and, and uh, you know, Clyde Drexler scored his 1,000th point, then Michael Young scored his 1,000th <laughs> point, Rob Williams scored. I mean, it was pretty uh, – and, and obviously I always thought those guys were really, really good players. So to get 1,000 points, you, you've got to be uh, in, you know, pretty elite uh, talent. Well, good luck against uh, the Golden Eagles tonight, Coach Rose. We'll talk to you post-game. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. That is Dave Rose. And tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar Tip-Off show coming up next, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Welcome back inside the Marriott Center. It's BYU and Oral Roberts. Cougs on a seven-game non-conference home win streak, uh, playing game three of his six-game home stand. BYU 2-0 and o on the stand so far. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Our statistician, intern Sterling Richards. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Nathan Israelson. Our coordinating producer is Terry South. Cougar basketball is heard on the new skin BYU Sports Network, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio 89.1 FM HD2, KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM along with affiliates and we are streaming on BYUradio.org and BYUcougars.com slash live radio. We're also on the BYU Radio app, the BYU Cougars app. Archives are at BYUradio.org and the BYU Radio app and you can get break-free archives also on the new BYU Men's Basketball podcast. Well, Mark, uh, three games in and we're starting to see some lines defined uh, based on minutes played and on-floor performances. We are seeing seven players who are likely to form the nucleus BYU will rely on in league play. Nick Emery brings it to eight once he gets going. You've got your five starters right now. Then you've got the freshmen, Harding and Baxter. You add Emery. I think that's going to be your top group likely. It's a pretty good group. I think it's a very solid group. I don't see a lot of weakness there. I'm, I could be happier with Harding and Baxter, Greg. I think they're going to be terrific. Uh, they are really good right now, and they've just exceeded all my expectations. You know, freshmen are always a toss-up anytime, but then coming off a mission and <laughs> many years, I mean, you just never know what you're going to get. Those guys are the real deal, and so you've got a really solid rotation there. And then you've got some depth, too. I mean, uh, you know, Bergerson and, and McKay Cannon and you know, Luke and uh, – and, uh, Colby Lee, I mean, it's, it's I think, a really solid uh, team with not a lot of weaknesses and some pretty good depth. All right, coming up after this break, you'll hear from Oral Roberts head coach Paul Mills as the Cougar tip-off show continues from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU and ORU coming up top of the hour. Middle game of a three-game week for the Cougars. For Oral Roberts, second game in three days with a travel day in between. And the game the Golden Eagles played the other night was a heartbreaker, led by two with 20 seconds to play. They trailed by one after a Cal Baptist three. Then went up after a three with five seconds to go. Then saw Cal Baptist hit a half-court buzzer-beating three for the win. I talked with ORU head coach Paul Mills a short time ago about recovering from that shot. You know, I've been on both sides of this. I've been on throwing in game winners and from even NCAA tournaments. You know, I've been involved in games where they throw them in. It happens in the game of basketball. Uh, That was tough the other night because you'd obviously like to win home games. But it's part of the game and how you respond is important. And so you move on. Fortunately, this isn't football where you just play like 10 and every single one. Fortunately, in basketball, you play 35, and we need to learn from that experience. It's what allowed us to be in that position. But that's, uh, that's in the rear view. It's a quick travel and, and, a, and a get set for BYU here two nights later. Yeah, BYU is, is really talented. It's not a bad trip for us. Uh, Tulsa to Salt Lake City is pretty easy. And, you know, get a day of rest in between, and we'll be prepared for tonight. Your thoughts on the Cougars through uh, through three games? Really good. Um, I think Coach Rose has a wonderful team. You watch the opener in Nevada, and Nevada's returns everybody from a Sweet 16 team, top 10 right now. And I mean, they're with them. And other than about a five eight minute stretch, kind of warm down at the end. But you're playing on the road. You're in the game the entire time. And then Utah Valley is really good. 
you know, I know Mark, and Mark always has his team prepared. They played really well. Northwestern State, you know, they were that was a close game early, but they broke it open. And BYU obviously has a lot of pieces. Even though summer transfers, you're, you're playing and starting some upperclassmen right now, some guys who've been around for you. Yeah, um, we returned some starters from a year ago, two of them, and Sam Kearns and Emmanuel Nezaquizi, and both those guys are doing a good job getting a lot of people acclimated. Now, this is a team that, uh, you know, last year maybe took some lumps. Was it the kind of thing that you think uh, a forward step for progress-wise is reasonable to expect this year? Yeah, I, I think what happens is, is any time you take over for the first year, you know, the expectations aren't high if you're not returning a lot. And we weren't returning a lot last year. It was my first year uh, with those guys. And they did they did a great job. Um you know, we were able to win some games in the non-conference. We were picked to be last in our league, ended up finishing fifth. And there's progress this year. We're, we're way more talented than we were a year ago, and so that obviously helps. But at the same time, we're going to be better 12, 15 games from now than we are right now. And so I like our pieces, and I like where we're headed. BYU's roster has, of course, uh, turned over over the years, but uh, when you were on the Baylor staff, you saw BYU enough to know how Dave Rose plays, and you've got Coach Springman on the staff, and he had uh, he had his, his, his outings against BYU at yeah. USD as well. Yeah. Uh, I've been here once. I was trying, talking to one of our other assistant coaches before the game, and I said, how many times have we played BYU? Played them three times, yeah. and played them at Madison Square Garden in the NIT, and then in 2011, played them here in a wonderful game. Wild game. And then uh, 2012, they came to our place when I was at Baylor. Um, I was also at Rice University. We came here in 2003, and BYU beat us by 108, I believe. Uh, it was ugly. But you realize how tough of an environment it, this is, how good Coach Rose is going to have them prepared. Um, obviously, Coach Springman being at San Diego. And with the, with the Thunder last year, Oklahoma City Thunder, traveled around and, and saw BYU. And so they're always really prepared. This is a really tough place to play. One of the top ten in the country in regards to just capacity and support. And so from that aspect, it'll be a great test for us. Okay, last thing, kind of out of nowhere, but uh, I'm thinking about Pierre Jackson right now. <laughs> and he and Jimmer played a game yeah, in China the other day yeah. where Jimmer scored 75, Pierre scored 60-something, and we'd seen both those guys play here, so two tremendous talents. Yeah, Pierre had 69, <laughs> um, and he hit the game winner. Right, right. And, uh, Spoiled the 75 and, point. And you know nine. what? I've actually been asked that several times here in Utah. It's like, did you know Jimmer went for 75? I said, yeah, but a kid I coached went for right, 69, right, right. and nobody's even aware of that. And uh, it's great that BYU has that much support. People are obviously super appreciative of all Jimmer did here. And, again, a fantastic environment. And good for Jimmer that uh, he's still doing what he does yeah. best, and that score a lot of points. Well, great to have you here. Good luck tonight. Uh, safe travels the rest of the way, and have a great season. You too. All right, that is Oral Roberts head coach Paul Mills leading us into our You Be the Judge feature sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And tonight we're going with another BYU basketball trivia question. TJ Haas has started every game of his BYU career with 72 consecutive starts. He is eighth all-time at BYU in that category. Who is the Cougars' all-time leader in consecutive games started? The answer next as the Cougar Tip-Off Show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. 
right, the BYU and Oral Roberts just a moments away. It's the sixth all-time meeting between these two programs, and BYU's never lost to the Golden Eagles. The last get-together came in Dave Rose's second season as head coach in late December 2006. Time now for the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. T.J. Haas has started every game of his BYU career. 72 consecutive starts make him eighth all-time in that BYU category. Who is the Cougars' all-time leader in consecutive games started? I'll tell you who it should be. You. Me. Coach Reed would have been smart. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's hard because you got the injuries and you got to start as a freshman, then stay all four years. Tough. I'm going to go old school with like uh, Danny Ainge or my brother Devin. Devin is fourth all time. Jeff Chapman, number one. Yeah. Chat, 122 consecutive games started. That's I remember you. watching him as a freshman. Yeah. He was a great freshman. He kept it going with that lethal baseline jumper. All right, that's you be the judge, brought to you by Legally Mind. Time for a final break. Our closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show coming your way next, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our national anthem here at the Marriott Center as we get you set for BYU and Oral Roberts. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you courtside. Final couple seconds here on the Cougar Tip-Off show. And uh, here BYU is, Mark, in the midst of a six-game homestand. And uh, get them while you got them because they're going to go a stretch here between November 24th and January 10th with just two home games. And they'll have a four-week period with no home games. So six-game homestand. Uh, it's really time for BYU to take advantage of this particular uh, spot on the schedule. Yeah, it's a, a time to get better uh, and to develop chemistry and uh, for the coaches to learn how to trust certain guys. And uh, this is a critical time uh, for BYU because uh, the, ro the road gets tough after this little stretch. Tip-off of BYU and ORU coming up next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.